morning, 739 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Uh, joining us by phone, we have Mike Wood. He is the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Mike, welcome back, sir. Good morning. Good morning. We've had a number of things happen since you and I last talked. We'll see if we can't get through all of it. Uh, you guys are still looking for this guy who robbed the summit, Tom Thumb. Is that right? Yeah, we are. It's a slender black male. Um, he, he, he committed that robbery, but we believe that he may be involved in others out in Escambia County. So we are still looking for that individual. And we sure would like to hear from anybody that has information on him so we can get it stopped before it happens again. We also had a, uh, a fair number of car burglaries at an apartment complex. Another good reminder to always lock your car, always keep valuables at least out of sight, if not out of your car entirely, right? Yeah, that's right. This occurred uh, last weekend at three different apartment complexes on Pensacola's north side. Uh, and 100% of them, Andrew, involved cars that were unlocked. Mm. They did not bother a single car that was locked. Uh, we are fortunate that no firearms were stolen this time. That's happened many times in the past. So we're just encouraging people and, and us and the, and the sheriff's office. We've been saying it until we just can't say it anymore. I mean, we're going to point to anyway, but please go out there and lock your cars. Keep those belongings uh, belonging to you. You know, there's a reason they make cars with locks, right? Yeah, yeah, there <laughs> is. But, it's, you know... Uh, yeah, we're getting into a rabbit hole there with me because I got a lot to say about that. But um, yeah, you know, just 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 lock your cars. Don't tease me. Go ahead. Come on. Yeah. Well, no, we'll we'll save that for a longer. All right. Longer All right. Fair, fair, I got you. Fair enough. Um, you also had a uh, this gingerbread house vandalism that you're still looking for these guys, right? Yeah, there were three of them. They were caught on video, and the reason the cameras were out there is because this particular gingerbread house has been vandalized before, as well as other Christmas decorations downtown. I can't understand why people do that. It's Christmas. It's it's down there for everybody's enjoyment. And, uh, you know, that gingerbread house was expensive to build. It's it, There was over $1,000 worth of damage done to it. And um, we've got some really good video of these guys. And uh, if you could take a look at it, I appreciate you guys posting it. A lot of the media posted it. And um, Crime Stoppers will pay if you call the Crime Stoppers number with information. And Winterfest is also offering another $1,000 on top of that to anybody that has information that results in an arrest. I, I, I hope we find them. I know it's serious. I, like you, share this. Hey, man, we're trying to have a civilization here. What's wrong with you? But there's also a part of me that's like, so you're telling me you had a bait gingerbread house down there? <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of right. You know, don't don't take pieces off the gingerbread house. It's not real. You can't eat it. Oh, Leave it alone. Just unbelievable. Um, we did have a. Um, uh, Was it possums? Oh no! <laughs> we now we had you know there's a couple of very very serious cases and uh, one of this is wanted to talk about this this ch- child abuse at a um, at a daycare case. What what can you tell me about this? Well, the officers responded to this daycare um, in reference to a possible child abuse situation, and there was uh, video footage of it. They looked at the video footage. There were two children involved and a uh, daycare worker where she. Um, you know, forced one into the bed kind of kind of rough and uh, and drug another one. So um, there was enough evidence there, enough probable cause to to arrest her for child abuse. And that's what happened. Ugh, unbelievable. Wow. You know, um, I, I don't know if you had a chance to hear it, but uh, this morning we've been talking a little bit about this case. We don't normally talk about suicides and it's a very serious and painful subject to talk about. But I did want to ask you maybe just briefly, 
because I was saying that it hurts very much. The victims of this are the friends and family. But you guys, as officers, you you deal with this all the time. Can you, I don't know, maybe just take a second and confirm from the experience that that is the effect that it has on other people? Yeah, it is. And this is something that, you know, a lot of people think it increases around the holidays. And, you know, looking at our staff, it's it's almost constant year-round with our calls for people who are, are wanting or threatening to uh, harm themselves. And there's mm. just so many ways out there. So there's help out there. And it does affect a whole lot of people. It affects the, the, the families. Uh, it affects the first responders. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a situation that I just – a lot of folks just can't grasp in their minds why someone would do that. Um, you know, they're they're living a very low point in their life. But the key is that there's help out there. I believe there's a, a new three-digit number. Yeah, 988. That I, I That's right, 988. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 988. Yeah, yeah, call that number. Uh, just just do yourself and your loved ones a, fa- a favor and, and at least call that number before anything else is done because – yeah, what a sad situation all the way around. Absolutely. And uh, in the midst of all of this very serious stuff, we also had a crime that was, you know, I mean, all crimes are serious, but one that was um, a little bit of a, what? Who who stole what and drove it where? Okay, so, so picture this. This was Saturday night late, and an officer or a supervisor, actually a patrol supervisor, is driving on Davis Highway. I believe it was near Palisades Airport, somewhere in that area. And he sees a guy driving down the road, Davis Highway, on a miniature front-end loader. And he said to himself, something is amiss. <laughs> uh, so he, he turned around and he got out with this guy. And uh, sure enough, something was amiss. He was, he was drunk on it. He was arrested for DUI, and the front-end loader was stolen. I think the only thing that would make that story weirder is if he turned out not to be drunk. I mean, like, you know— <laughs> Stone sober driving the front end loader down the highway or the you know the big major street that would be a little weirder even don't you think? Yeah, probably so. I mean, <laughs> you know, this was a it was an expensive yeah yeah you're right it was an expensive Kubota front end loader and uh, uh, yes anybody that knows construction or or knows equipment knows that that's a nice piece of equipment so um, yeah it was stolen out of somebody's yard and uh, fortunately we were able to recover that with no damage well that's that's the good news we're talking to mike wood the public information officer for the pensacola police department mike hang on for just a second let's get candy in here with traffic on the <laughs> fives to laugh. that's <laughs> hilarious because <laughs> can't you see in that christmas parade that's what we should do. That's what we should That's drive, we a, drive a Kubota down. You yeah, know? tell them okay. I'm Mark. picturing the calls coming over the radio. We've <laughs> yeah. got an eight mile an hour Kubota driving down North Davis <laughs> Highway, passing Brent Lane right now. <laughs> Get on it, stat. I went to northbound the exit from Brent Lane. Speaking of which, on time one t- I one ten is showing a road locking, and that is the northbound exit. I ten westbound mile marker nineteen. As I understand, two great big ladders that could do damage. <laughs> two ladders in the left lane, so I use caution there. And that's again I ten westbound in Milton at mile marker nineteen. Traffic tips text four three seven sixteen. 20 news radio 923 informative local dependable thanks so much candy back to mike wood public information officer for the pensacola police department uh mike obviously i know that you work with uh, for the city you work for the mayor the ppd will do whatever laws get passed and yet i still want to ask because getting law enforcement's perspective is often useful uh city council is looking at passing an ordinance that would ban smoking cigarettes um at you know basically at all the city parks uh, you'd still be allowed to smoke unfiltered cigars and there wouldn't be any uh there wouldn't be any enforcement of this at Osceola, and there's a couple of other exceptions as well. But you're talking like 90 public places where people could theoretically call the police for somebody smoking in public as an enforcement measure. And from your perspective, 
how feasible is this? Uh, how much of a strain on resources would this mean? You talk me through some of those issues from a law enforcement perspective. Well, we will see. You know, the that that would be just like open containers and loud music and, and things like that, that if it's an ordinance, if it's a law, then we are bound to enforce it, and that's what we will do. But do you – I mean – I guess what I'm thinking of is I know that we never have enough resources, like there are never enough cops out to handle the the calls. You always have to triage the calls and go to the stuff that's the most serious. When you think about adding parks and smoking to the mix of calls that you're trying to respond to, does that seem like it's something that would be very easy to respond to with your given level of staffing right now, that that would be stressful. I mean, I, that's what I'm kind of, I, I just want to understand from a law enforcement perspective, how easy or hard this additional law might be to enforce from a resources perspective. Well, you kind of answered it. We have to triage our calls. We have to put them in order of priority and that would not be on, you know, an emergency on top of the list. We will answer emergency calls for service first. And then, um, you know, like I've always said, every call that we receive, we will end up responding to. And in, if there's a smoking uh, problem in a park after this becomes an ordinance, then we will respond to that call just as quickly as we can. You know, we've got times where there's not a lot going on. We can get there fairly quickly on something like that. And then we've got other times where that might be an hour away before an officer can get there. Very good. And I, I assume that this will be like everything else where there's a sort of a talk to warning sort of period. There's a gradual rollout as you get people informed before you start, you know, harsh, more harshly enforcing it. Uh, you guys have been doing the uh, police Navidad. You've been giving out gift cards. Uh, we got any cool stories related to that? Well, we've had a bunch of them, and, and they're posted on our Facebook page along with – we try to get pictures of folks when we give those cards out. They're $50, and uh, we try to get pictures of them. Some of them will. some Most of them will. Some of them won't. But, yeah, they're out there, and it's, it's been – uh, it's been great. It's been fun. We're going to look, look forward to doing that again. Uh, just go out and do something really nice. Uh, if you see a police officer close, uh, do something really nice. Maybe <laughs> use that turn signal or let somebody cross the street or, you know, maybe maybe, maybe wave at the officer with all your fingers. Do something and, and do, do something really, really nice. With all your fingers. That's hilarious. I love that. Oh, that's great. You made me forget my joke. I was going to make a joke, but I I don't even remember. Oh, man. Wave at him with all your fingers. That's too funny. Uh, Any uh, any success at staking out Graffiti Bridge and giving truck drivers a uh, reward card for not can opening opening their uh, their vehicle? You know, not yet. It just happened again a couple nights ago. The truck completely took the top of it off. Um, and uh, Channel 3 had cameras there when it happened that time. Right. They were covering something else, and, it, and uh, yeah, they were right on top of that. But, yeah, it's, it's still happening, unfortunately. All right. Last thing, we always like to end with a cop myth. Do you have a myth for us this week? Yeah, this one is about burnout. You know, there's an element of burnout present in most all jobs, and people believe that law enforcement officers are likely to experience more burnout than others. You know, a lot of times this is this, there's just a few officers that do get burnout, but uh, overall, that's that's just not true. Uh, data has showed that more than half the police officers are happy and content with their jobs. I know that I am. Uh, most are. And there's just no solid evidence that law enforcement has increased burnout uh, other, any, any more than any other occupation. And, and in fact, that uh, some studies have indicated that a positive correlation between cops' achievements and, and decreased fatigue has had something to do with it. So that's just simply not true. We have a lot of fun uh, in our jobs, and you know, a lot of people, especially you know, officers on scenes of serious situations, unfortunately get 
photographed or videoed smiling or laughing, but that's a defense mechanism. They're trying to be humorous. They're trying to keep, you know, that's how they keep their sanity. Uh, but, you know, going to terrible things like that day in and day out, they still, the majority are still very happy with their jobs. You, you tell me if I'm wrong about this, but, um, you know, there's every job has challenges, right? And a lot of times it's hard to imagine, like, I couldn't do that job, okay? Like, I couldn't deal with child, child crimes is one of the things I think about for cops. Um, but the, the trade off of that is that um, the people who do it, uh, there's value in it to them and it can be challenging, but there's a reward too. And as long as you find yourself in the job that you were meant to be doing, you, you do it and you're happy at it, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you know, you got guys like me that are scared to death of retirement because we're just, we're happy. And, and it's not just me. There are several others that just want to stay as long as they can because they're having fun doing that job. And, and, you know, with the tragic situations that we face, we are, uh, we have counseling that's available to us. And years ago, that wasn't, that wasn't the case. So um, things are good. Very good. Mike Wood, he is the PIO for PPD. Uh, Mike, as always, thank you so much for the time this morning. I appreciate you, sir. And we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. 751 on News Radio 923.